Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode of the podcast, we'll talk about blockchain sharding. So in the last episode, we spoke about blockchain scalability and I also noted that sharding is one of the approaches to achieve scalability in blockchains. Now let's do a double click on sharding. So sharding in general is a term associated with traditional databases. When a database grows too big, it could be divided into smaller databases across several servers based on some property of data. For example, let's consider a database with all the names of people in an organization. Now this database could be divided into 26 servers, each of these servers having the names stored, starting with one letter of the English alphabet. Now, each of these servers would then be called as shards of the database. So that is sharding in traditional databases. How does that work? So when the user or the application would require to query a name from the database, then the initial query would go to a coordination server and that server would decide which server should it go to to fetch the real name. And that server, the coordination server, will only look for the first character. And then it would route the query to the right server internally. So this is how sharding works in traditional databases. Now, the general concept is dividing the work or dividing the data into smaller servers so that it can be more scalable or it can achieve more throughput. Now, let's consider sharding in blockchains. Now we know blockchains don't scale much because all the nodes have to verify all the blocks. All the nodes have to do all the work. Now sharding in blockchains is mostly about dividing a blockchain into smaller sub-blockchains. And each of these sub-blockchains maintain and verify their own state. So let's say that there is a big blockchain, let's say a smart contract platform that has all the kind of use cases and smart contracts deployed on top of it. Now this smart contract platform is not scaling because all the users are coming to it with all their smart contracts and applications and there is always a limit on the block, there is always a limit on the gas and transaction fee and so on. And one block can have only a specific amount of transactions in it. So when more users come in, they face difficulties. Now let's assume that we divide this larger blockchain into many sub-blockchains. And all of these sub-blockchains work exactly in the same way, let's assume, and users can deploy their smart contracts. So what is happening is that essentially, we have parallelized the entire blockchain into many sub-blockchains. Now one user can go and deploy their application on one of these sub-blockchains, the other user can deploy their application on the other sub-blockchain, and they can both interact in parallel, and both of them have their own block limits, these sub-blockchains. So in general, we are achieving horizontal scalability by sharding these blockchains. Now, what it really means, there is definitely some reduction in decentralization happening, because of course, not all the validators are verifying all of the blocks, but there are some smart techniques to manage that. There are a lot of randomization techniques where validators are shuffled across these blockchains so that they can verify all the blocks at some point in time. Now, those are some complicated, you know, implementations, and I will not go into the details of those. But in general, sharding in blockchains is mostly about dividing the work into several sub blockchains to scale things up. Now, in blockchains, sharding is being implemented in several ways. 
Some blockchain platforms have several sub-chains running in parallel, and users could use any of these chains for their smart contracts. These sub-chains are also interconnected most of the times so that the smart contracts and dApps could call each other across several chains. Now, some blockchain platforms go one step further. Instead of just dividing the blockchain into several sub-blockchains, they also make sure that all of the blocks of these sub-blockchains are verified and validated using a top-level chain. Now, this allows for much more security and decentralization while achieving scalability. One of the examples of such a platform is Polkadot, which is a third-generation blockchain, and it allows for much more security than any other sharded platform at the moment. So that was about blockchain sharding and how it is achieved. In the next episode, I'll take up another topic about blockchain scalability. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Ciao.